Welcome to Mining the Truth with Ray Sturdivant. Listen in as we uncover hidden treasure. Now, here's Ray. Hi, I'm Ray Sturdivant. We're starting a new study on law and grace, and today we're looking at the question of, what is the law? When many people think of the law of God, they immediately think of the Ten Commandments contained in the Old Testament. Even the secular culture we live in are aware of the Ten Commandments. But what many don't realize is that the law of God given to the Jews through Moses actually contains well over 600 commands. Moses wrote these commands over 3,500 years ago in the first five books of the Bible, known as the Pentateuch or the Torah. These laws revealed the righteous requirement of God for human behavior and separated the Jews from the pagan nations surrounding them who were primarily engaged in the worship of false gods, which were actually demons. The law taught the Jews how to treat their fellow countrymen and foreigners as well as how to worship God. There were moral laws, health laws, ceremonial, and civil laws. The law covered behavior, worship, sacrifices, feasts, and diet. Every area of life was covered under the law for the Jewish nation. The law was a national law specifically given to Israel and was not given to the Gentiles. Gentiles were only under the law when they came to live with the Jews, and then they would come under specific laws relating to how they would be treated and function while living as a foreigner within the nation of Israel. So along with that brief description of the literal side of the law, it's important to note that there is also a symbolic side of the law as well. The law was actually a foreshadowing of Jesus. In other words, every aspect of the law pointed to or was symbolic of the Messiah Jesus. He was symbolized in every part of the law down to the materials out of which the tabernacle was built. John the Baptist spoke of one obvious symbolic connection of Jesus to the law in the book of John. John 1.29 The next day he saw Jesus coming and he said, Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. This was a shocking statement to the Jew of that day because they knew exactly what John was declaring. The slaughtering of the lamb was first instituted in Egypt before the exodus of the Jews out of that empire. One of the plagues God brought on Egypt was the death of the firstborn. In order for the death angel to pass over the house and not slay the firstborn, each Jewish family had to slay a lamb and paint the doorposts with blood, then eat the lamb. This remembrance of God's deliverance became part of the law under the feast of Passover. The lamb used had to be perfect without spot or blemish. So when John declared that Jesus was the Passover lamb, the Jews knew that he was proclaiming that Jesus was without sin because he had to be without spot or blemish, and he was declaring that Jesus was going to be sacrificed for the people to not just cover their sins, but to take them away. This was a shocking statement to the Jew who had been obeying the feast of Passover as just a ritual or a family gathering without understanding the reality of what Jesus was about to accomplish on their behalf. But that wasn't all. Jesus eventually fulfilled every aspect of the law on our behalf. So when anyone receives Jesus, his blood is painted on the doorpost of our souls and we're saved out of our own personal Egypt. I'm Ray Sturdivant, Mining the Truth. Thanks for listening to Mining the Truth with Ray Sturdivant. If you have questions or comments about the show, visit us online at miningthetruth.com. Thanks again for listening and join us tomorrow as we continue to uncover hidden treasure.